L.O.P. in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, get the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product, and now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 59. Thank you so much to everybody who's been supporting the show thus far. Y'all are rocking with the kid, man. Y'all emails, uh, your, your direct messages, your DMs on Instagram. Y'all really rocking with the kid, man. And the numbers are growing. It's like I said before, we've grown to other countries. More people in more cities in America are listening to it. And I'm, I'm very proud of where I'm at with it. Like I was kind of, when I first started, I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. And I don't get nervous like that, but I was a little nervous. But we growing. Last episode was called Growing and Glowing. Matter of fact, shouts out to my homegirl, Mary. Mary, thank you so much for coming through last episode, coming through to the office, doing an in-office interview. It was great. We rocked out for like, I think an hour or something like that. Yo, <laughs> Couple of y'all that asked me if Mary is single. I don't know, man. I don't know if Mary is single. Go to go to my Instagram and find out her her uh, her her Instagram handle, and you ask her yourself because I don't know if Mary is single. I don't know what what Mary is doing on the dating side of things, man. I don't know. But shouts out to Mary, um, Mary, Doctor Mary Hemphill. I am very proud of you, Mary. Uh, you've come a long way. You are growing and glowing. You are making a huge impact in life. Thank you so much for being you and doing what you are doing for these kids out here on the education side. Yeah, Life of Product Podcast, baby. Brooklyn, <clears throat> doing big things, man. It's episode 59. Episode 59 is titled Three Key Factors. Before I get into, um, matter of fact, before I get into uh, episode 59, I want to tell y'all about my weekend. I hope all of y'all had a great weekend. Um, My weekend, is it was chill, but it was good, man. Um, Me and my youngest son, we went to the movies last night. And we saw uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Part 2. I kind of used him as an excuse to go see it. I go fret because I, I didn't see the first one, and I'm still mad about that, but I got to go back. But part two was dope. Like, you pretty much knew what happened in part one. You know what I'm saying? I was a big Sega Genesis head growing up. Sonic was my joint, man. I, I love the game. I love the movie. Jim Carrey did his thing. Great movie. Really great movie. But the, the, what was even better was we got to spend for all the sun time. I, I, and I tell people this all the time, right? Um, no, no matter if you have more than one child, no matter how many children you have, try try to spend individual time with all of them as much as you can because children are like clay children are like clay you have to mold them help mold them into a beautiful sculpture you want your kids to be artwork man mold these kids so when you get to spend one-on-one time with them you get to pick their brain apart you get to have one-on-one conversations that you might they might not want to have what you want their siblings are around or when family is around so when you get to spend one-on-one time with your kids you get to have these conversations that are they, they're going to remember these conversations for the rest of their lives. They're going to remember these good times they got to spend with you, with their father for the rest of their lives. And I think this is this is something that we all need to do. I know our work schedules get crazy. We have extracurricular things. We try to work out. We want to relax. Us parents need to relax. But if you can, if you if you don't mind losing an hour, two hours of sleep or, or sitting in front of the TV, Take your kid out the house. Go get out the house. Take your kid out the house and spend some time with your child one-on-one and try to do this with all of them if you can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Episode 59, man. Life of Product Podcast. <clears throat> episode 59 is titled Three Key Factors. Now, 
we've all found ourselves and landed in situations we did not want to be in. And this happens to, this has happened to me multiple times, unfortunately. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it happens to everybody. And I don't care if you're a millionaire. I don't care if you're a billionaire. I don't care, I don't care if you win seven days a week. You will, at a certain point, you're going to find yourself in situations you don't want to be in. But don't be embarrassed about it. Easier said than done, depending on what your situation is, whether it's financial, uh, health-wise, whether you are going through bad things in a relationship. It's, it might feel embarrassing. Look, people, let me tell you something about people, right? People are creative when it comes to gossip. They are creative when it comes to hate. And people are going to talk about you. No, it don't, it don't matter what. I don't care what the situation is. You can, you can be on TV winning with your TV show Monday through Friday. Oh, look at his hair today. Look at his tie. They're going to find something to talk about. So lose that whole embarrassing uh, uh, whatever that you, the whole embarrassing factor you're feeling, that energy, lose that energy. You are where you're at. You can't afford to feel embarrassed about it. Right now is grind time. You got to get out of that. So you could be messed up out here. You could, you could be winning. You know, like I said, they'll find something to talk about. You might as well hold your head up high and just rock out. And that's the best advice I can give you all on that side, on that side of it. Hold your head up high and rock out. So what? Let them talk. Let them talk. Let them pss, pss, pss. gossipers are gonna gossip. That's what they do. People get paid to gossip. Why do you think we got so much blog sites winning? Why do you think we got all these websites where people are posting rumors about people and stuff like that? Posting people videos with captions that's gonna reel you in. Why do you think there's so much clickbait out here? Because gossip is valuable. Unfortunately, it's valuable. <laughs> so, you know, once you get to the space you don't want to be in, you have to ask yourself, how do I escape? How do I escape? Asking yourself a question like this is like asking God in the universe at the same time. It's like asking God in the universe at the same time. Recognizing where you're at is the first step. That's the first step. So step one, um, you in my like I said, there's three key factors once you find yourself and you land in these situations, right? Step number one, you have to become uncomfortable. Comfortability can kill your future, comfortability can kill your potential, and com- comfortability. It can kill your will to succeed. I've been comfortable in life before, and I didn't realize I was comfortable in life. I had an ex that used to tell me, oh, you get too comfortable. You get too comfortable. Uh, and I was shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I get it now, but at the time, I didn't get it. But at the time, I was like, yo, shut up. Get out of here. Get out. Go, go, go in the living room with that. <laughs> but no, you have to become uncomfortable. When we, when we become uncomfortable, and when we become comfortable and we accept things, um, Things we normally would have not accepted, we accept it. So if you are at a job and you were tolerating disrespect from your from your boss, you would not have tolerated that in the street. Why can't you go in the, in, in the manager's office, close the door and say, yo, I don't like how you talk to me. Stop treating me like that. Don't ask. Don't ask. Can you please treat me better? No, you're going to treat me better. Because at the end of the day, your, char- your job title does not put you higher on a humane level than me. It doesn't make you more of a man than me. It doesn't. And don't make you tougher than me. Nah, just because you got a job title, fam, it doesn't. Because if I'm an hourly employee and you're a salary employee and you talking down to me, we're going to fix that. We, we I, I've had to do that with a manager. I almost got fired from a job year over 10 years ago because I stepped to a manager like a real, like the real dude I am. And I let him know, bong, 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 it'll get lit right now. And I was using a lot of profanity. It wasn't those words. That's that's the I just gave you all the Disney version of it. <laughs> I gave you all the, the Mickey Mouse clubhouse of it. But fam, yo, shouts out to my boy Danny from the Bronx. Danny was there. Danny seen it. Danny was right there, five feet away. 
and it, and almost got lit. And I was I was fully prepared to whoop him out. I, listen, man, I was a different dude back then. Well, I'm not even. I, let me not say I was a different dude. I was just still, still I'm still kind of borderline that same dude. But you know what I'm saying? You talk, you talking a product from Crown is Connected, you boy. You about to take that back to Long Island. But if you're in a relationship and you're dating somebody, and that person start moving funny, you've been tolerating it. You this is no. You are comfortable. Become uncomfortable. You got to have uncomfortable conversations with people to get yourself from out of there. If you find yourself in a, in a position you don't want to be in in life, whether it's work, financial, you have to become uncomfortable. Comfortability is a killer. It's a killer factor. And nobody wants to be there. We think comfortability is great. We think it's a safe zone. For some people, it is a safe zone. It's really not a safe zone. It's it, it's not a safe zone. It's comfortability is, is it can be a cancer to your life, man. And when I tell people that some people, they look at me like I'm crazy, like I don't know what I'm talking about. I have been comfortable at a job where I felt like I had a cap on the money I was making and I had to step away from it because I need I needed more money. But I was comfortable. I was afraid to take a leap of faith. I was afraid to try something new. I was afraid to acquire a new skill set or whatnot. I was comfortable. Comfortability was ultimately killing me. I was not excelling the way I should have been excelling. And like I told y'all, man, I am, I am speaking from experience. I hate that I'm speaking from experience because it really happened. You know, I had to become uncomfortable with work. I had, to, I had to become uncomfortable with my weight. I had to. I had to. Become, I told y'all before I lost over 30 pounds, I'm down to like 210. I went to the gym today. I'm at 210 right now. And when I first started this, this journey, I was almost 250. I love where I'm at. Weight wise, right now, I love, I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm having a time of my life. I look different. I, feel, I, I feel different. Looking different is one thing, but the fact that I feel different and I'm thinking different, that's, that's bigger to me. Because now, when I get on a treadmill, I rock out for thirty minutes straight, no breaks. I know I can keep going. I, I don't, I don't want to keep losing too much weight, so I kind of put a cap on how far I go on my time on the treadmill. But, but I know I can keep going. I know now. I can go run this way. I could go walk this way. I'm not going to run out of breath so fast. I know when I go to the boxing gym, I could go spar or hit the bag for 10 minutes and I'm not going to, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And, and I'm happy where I'm at. I am proud of myself. Very proud of myself. The one of the key factors for me when I became uncomfortable, when I became uncomfortable, I knew I deserved better. I knew I deserved, I've walked away from relationships. I walked away from dating people. Because I knew I deserved better than what I was getting from that woman. I'm not trying to say I'm better than that woman or, or, or nothing like that. But I knew I deserved better. I deserved better. I deserved more time. I deserved more respect. I deserved more. I mean, and I'm a very easy person to please. I'm not a hard person to please. Not, not at all. Not at all. So I see a lot of y'all. I know I personally know a lot of you guys going through this and you guys are uncomfortable. I know some of y'all that are comfortable. I highly encourage y'all that are comfortable right now. Lose that comfortability factor. Get uncomfortable. Once you, once you become uncomfortable, now you see what it is. You get, you're going to see things with your third eye. Gee, the boy Product Life for Product Podcast. Episode 59, three key factors. We're going to come back. We are going to discuss the other two factors. Shouts out to Anchor. We got to pay these bills real quick. I'm back in the building, baby. Gia. Gia. What up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast. Shouts out to Anchor FM. Anchor FM, I love y'all. Y'all doing your thing, man. Uh, from the distribution to everything that you guys are doing for the kid. I, I really appreciate y'all, man. The show is growing, baby. We growing. We in a building. It's a Brooklyn thing for life. Um, Episode 59. Episode 59 is titled Three Key Factors. Three key factors to when 
you find yourself in a position in life you don't want to be in. And I told y'all on the first part of the show, the first key factor was uh, you have to become uncomfortable. Second key factor is anger. This one kind of coincides with the first one. Some of y'all might disagree, which is cool. Y'all, listen, man, this is an open platform, man. Like I told y'all, anytime y'all want to talk about an episode, about a subject, email me, lifeofproduct at gmail.com, or you can slide into my DM on Instagram, at lifeofproduct. We could talk about this. Some of y'all might disagree. I feel like anger is another key factor to get yourself and dig yourself out of this hole. And I'm speaking from experience. Yo, and I told y'all on one of the shows before, when I get angry, when I get angry, things get done. Things get done when I get angry. But that might not work for y'all. That might not work for everybody. See, the thing is, too, when we hear the word anger, we think about a person throwing stuff, yelling, cursing. I've thrown stuff. I've yelled. I've cursed. That doesn't always work. You have to know how to channel your anger. That's another thing they don't tell you, right? I took I took martial arts for a short time when I was young. I took judo and things like that. So... One of the things I learned, how, I was, I was, I was a, a kid who had anger in him, but I held it in for a long time and, and it would burst. I would have these, when I was like younger, I was going through things. My mother, my father used to argue. My parents was arguing. I grew up in a, a very bad side of Brooklyn. Um, I was having rent and I was getting in fights. I wasn't even starting people just, you know, other kids had anger and they would ch- release their anger by attacking other people. So I, I was finding myself in random fights with kids sometimes. For no reason. It, walking out my building was like any given Sunday. Going to school, you could be walking to school. It was like any given Sunday. That's what it was. So I had a lot of anger in me. So by me taking martial arts and judo, one of the first things I learned, one of the first, the first week I was in class, the first, one of the first things I learned was how to meditate. It was how to meditate. And learning how to meditate wasn't easy. You know what I'm saying? We would do like breathing exercises. We would get on our knees, crouch down. And we would close our eyes and we would just remain quiet for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes sometimes. And it took a while to really get into the groove of that. But once I tapped into it, it was like riding a bike. I actually just meditated the other day. I had a lot on my mind. Um, I didn't meditate long, but I still did it. And I actually plan on doing it tonight. So we all process anger differently. You have to learn how to channel your anger. But the second key factor for me is anger. You have to get angry with your situation. Once you get angry with something, what do you do? You throw it away. You say, this ain't for me no more. If you get angry with a person, you ain't rocking with that person no more. You have to get angry at whatever you're going through and say, I rebuke you. <laughs> get out of here, devil. You know what I'm saying? But no, y'all might be laughing, but anger, anger, we all channel our anger differently. So when I get angry, I get to work. I get to work. I might be up three, four o'clock in the morning editing, writing producing it doesn't matter sometimes i do i do a lot of free handwriting a lot of free handwriting and i have the ugliest handwriting in the world it's ugly it's so ugly it's the, <laughs> it's the ugliest handwriting in the world sometimes my handwriting is so bad i can't read what i write so sometimes i have to write slow the angrier i am i'm writing fast i'm writing the script bang 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 but these are the ways once once the anger factor kicks kicks in then i know how to channel my anger so it's like you're recycling that energy. Ang- anger is an energy. It is. Anger is, is it's not just an emotion. It's anger is deeper than an emotion. It's and so I hate when people be like, oh, that person's heat, that man is emotional. He's always angry. That's just an energy release that y'all don't understand. So you we don't always understand where a person's anger comes from inside of them. We don't get it. But the, and the main problem is we don't respect it. So you have to respect the person's anger. Or when a person gets angry. 
and things like that, and they have these, these spurts of anger, they might not necessarily be angry at you. They might be angry at themselves, or they might be angry at whatever they're going through. A lot, of, a lot of people wake up every day, they go to work, they go to school, they're smiling at everybody, they're posting these inspirational quotes, they're posting videos from the weekend with their friends from drinking, from hang, hanging out, and when they get home, they sit in silence. They sit in the dark. They can't go to sleep. They're angry. Their soul is angry. Your soul can be angry. You ever had a situation where you were just very upset and didn't know why? It's because your soul is angry. Your soul is not happy at what your physical presence is doing. It's not happy at what your physical presence is going through. And this is something, these are things, we're not taught this type of stuff in school. We ain't taught none of that in school. There's, there's a lot of things to me that I feel like we need, we need to be taught. Everything that we're being, all the lies with our kids are taught in school from, I don't even know if they still teach about Christopher Columbus, but we know what he was doing. But all of the BS that our kids are taught in school, they're not taught things on a humane level. There's a lot of humane things that they're not taught. They're not taught how to channel their anger. They're not taught how to process their thoughts properly. They're not taught how to communicate or whatnot. So you can't, it, you, how, how can a person who's angry on the inside, mentally and on the outside, communicate properly with everybody else and still function? So once you hit that second uh, uh, key fact of anger, now you have to release it. So remember I told you you had to become uncomfortable. Now you have to become angry. And the two go neck and neck. They they run right next. They are parallel to each other. I've had to become uncomfortable. I've had to become angry. And once I once I became, I, I was angry at myself for many times. But me looking at myself and loving myself, I realized in certain situations, I am not always the problem. Or stuff was not my fault. A lot of stuff was circumstance. It was, it was predicaments that other people put me in. It might have been... Uh, a mistake that I made or a bad decision, but I was angry about it. So once I became uncomfortable and I became angry about it, I said, all right, now I'm recognizing the problems. Now I'm doing the math. I'm, you pull a calculator out, bong, bong, bong. Now you see what's going on. So you already are at, you're at step two now. Step two is very easy to get to once you finally process step one. Step one is not, it's not easy. Step one is very hard. Step one is very hard because comfort, like I said, com comfortability is a zone that you don't want to be in. Comfortability is a zone where the more comfortable you are, the deeper down the rabbit hole you're going to go. You're going deeper down that rabbit hole and it's becoming harder to get out of that rabbit hole. See, it's gravity. Gravity, dog. It's a gra gravity is pulling you. Gravity is comfortably pulling you down. How can you get back up now? You got to dig your hands into the sand, climb back up. Sand is, is, is loose, it's not hard. So the more you go like this, the more sand is coming and it's filling up to your stomach. Uncomfortable. Now you're angry while you're in that rabbit hole because you got sand all the way up to your neck. Now you got to get out. Now you have to get in. Now you're angry that, yo, let's, you ever seen uh, people get into a fight? You ever seen like a, a kid that was a nerd? He was soft and kids was messing with him, bullying him in class. And when he got mad, he had like a whole set of strength and energy. Y'all ain't know he was there. I seen, I seen that happen with a kid one time. A kid was being bullied from like the beginning of the school year, man. His grandmother was raising him. Uh, he was coming to school in a uniform every day, which at my old school, my old school, PS221 on Empire Boulevard, you could either wear regular clothes or you could wear a uniform. And his family, I think his family was Jamaican or whatever. They was from like, like, like the West Indies and shit. And a lot of kids that grew up, that went to school on that side of the world, 
a lot of schools are uniform based. They're very strict. So his grandmother would make him wear a uniform every day. That's how she was raised. That's how she was raising her grandson. So kids would laugh at him about that. Kids would, I, I, him, uh, like many other kids, would get laughed at for not having parents in the picture, but having grandparents. Kids are very evil. So all of that stuff built up in this kid. He was getting smacked up every day. Kids was knocking his lunch tray over, talking smack to him every day, and it, it built up. Then that anger kicked in, and I see him rock a kid, slam a kid. This kid, this kid would be like when we'd be running up and down the, the, the basketball court in gym class. But that anger factor kicked in. Boy was ready to rock out, and he did. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not condoning. I don't like to always condone violence on the show. But that anger factor kicked in, and he found his strength. That's another thing. Like that's another thing I learned. When I was taking martial arts and I was taking judo, you have to find your strength. A lot of y'all are stronger than you know. You just don't know it because you have not tapped into it yet. You have not tapped into that side of you and you don't know how to activate it. And for a lot of people, anger is a key to putting it, unlock that potential. It is. And like I said, I don't like to condone um, violence on the show all the time, but I'm just letting y'all know anger is not always a bad thing. It's if as long as you're not using this anger, you going out shooting people, <laughs> you you covered it a job. Oh, I don't like the schedule. Bang, bang, bang. Then it's all good. It's all good. Use that anger to drive yourself. Use it as fuel. It's your fuel grade, dog. It, anger could be your fuel grade to help push you out of this situation. Yeah, boy, product life or product podcast. We gotta take one more break. We're gonna come back with the third part of the show, and I want to let y'all know what the third key factor is to this. Bang, bang. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 59. Episode 59, like I said, is titled Three Key Factors. I broke down the first two uh, factors for y'all. The first two, the first one was becoming uncomfortable. The second one was anger. The third key factor is honesty. You have to become honest with yourself on every level. For me, I'm a very, very self-analytical person. I, I analyze everything about myself from everything physically to emotionally, mentally. I, I analyze my habits. I analyze <laughs> the things that make me tick and go boom. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I do. It's a gift and a curse. It it it's bad. Like you, you might figure some things out that you don't want to know about yourself. But it's a great skill set to have once you become honest with yourself. So I had to become honest with myself on every single level. I had to become honest about my pros, my cop, my cons, everything, all of my flaws. Before I became honest with myself about the good stuff, I had to look at the bad stuff. I had to look at myself and say, I honestly, this is why I'm in this position because I messed up. I'm deeper in this position because I messed up. X, Y, Z is happening and these people don't work with me no more because I messed up. You understand what I'm saying? So also another part of being honest with yourself is be honest with yourself about other people. So if you are, say you're in a relationship and things aren't going bad. Stop blaming yourself for everything when it's that person messing up and that person either, either that person either needs to change or be out the picture. End of the story. End of the story. You have to be, a lot of y'all don't be honest with yourself about the people you're dating. You have this, this cloud of hope riding over this relationship when ain't no hope for that. <laughs> you wasting your time. So if you and, and yo, like I said, a lot, look how many people 
be in relationships all these years and they stay in there just for the kids. And honestly, they know it ain't going nowhere. Honestly, they know that once these kids are of a certain age, 18 or whatever teenage age, they are out of there. Look how many men stay with women because they don't want to be on child support. And they, they, they know they're going to wait till that kid turn 14, 15 years old to when he start acting up and he's going to leave. So that woman might be like, I hit take the kid with you. He ain't going to get put on child support. Look how many women. And you know how many couple, couples I know right now back in Brooklyn are honestly only together because rent is so high. Rent be like $3,200, $3,300. Say if you rent $3,400 a month, y'all got to each kick out $1,700 out of pocket. Y'all are honestly only together because you need that person financially and that person needs you financially. Y'all honestly don't want to be together. Honestly, y'all are seeing other people behind each other's back, but pretending y'all not. Y'all know y'all are. You see that person's phone going off 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. You know that person coming home and going straight in the shower. You know that. So the honesty factor has to kick in on every level. Honestly, if you know that you will never excel on the financial side because all you have is a GED, then you need to go back to school and get an associate's degree. If honestly, if you know you want this position with either this company or these other five companies that are hiring you, but you need a bachelor's degree, then you need to go back to school and get that bachelor's degree. Or honestly, you will never get that far. You won't. Honestly, if you know you are overworked and you need a vacation and you are not taking it because you are afraid to take a break, then you will. What are you doing to yourself? A lot of people, a lot of people do that. A lot of people are overworked, man. You got people. Yo, shout out to my airport people, man. I love you. I worked in the airline industry for 13 years. And Airline workers are some of the hardest workers I've ever met in my life. Rain, sleet, snow, like the post office. They are out there at the gates, turning flights, not even just the, not even just the rent workers, even the customer service workers. You know how hard it is for a person to stand on their feet for 16 hours a day with random strangers in their face, mad because their flight was canceled? You know how hard that is? You know how hard it is for you to get four hours of sleep, go back to the airport in a shuttle, Jump on a plane and work for four hours. Jump on another plane, work and boot. And do you doing four planes a day, three, four planes a day? Get back to whatever city y'all y'all ended in and go to the hotel. Get four hours of sleep and do it all over again. Honestly, you are overworked. You are overworked, and you know that. But you are doing it because you got bills to pay. You got a lifestyle to maintain. You got you got you got kids at home. So this is what you are doing. But honestly, you know you don't like it, and you know you were not happy. But you are content in that third one bounces back to that first part, which is the comfortability factor. They're uncomfortable, but they're comfortable at the same time. So it was like, where do you go from here? Where do you go from here? You need to honestly look at your situation and you need to write out a blueprint. You need to write out a blueprint. If you don't want to leave that job and that job is affording you the lifestyle that you need to maintain, why don't you blueprint something to where you are grinding it out for two weeks you take it easy for that third week and you go a little harder that fourth week. You need to do that. We 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 need downtime, yo. We need it. We ain't getting no younger. We ain't getting no younger. I'm not saying here say I'm an old man. No, I'm not. I'm not. I could rock. I could rock out right now. It don't matter. But still, we are not getting no younger. And it's not even just on the physical part. Don't you want to enjoy yourself? You might want to enjoy yourself at a certain at a certain point point of life. Let's be honest, right? When we're tired from work and we worked all week and we go on the gram, and I said this on the last episode with Mary, when we go on the gram, it's a Saturday. You might choose to stay in the house that Saturday night. You might want to, you might want to Netflix and chill it. You might, you might want to crack a bottle of wine open and just chill and relax. 
Everybody hanging out that night. It's lit that night. You seeing like three, three, four different parties. You seeing your friends out of town that weekend. They lit. And you sitting back like, damn, yo, I'm just in my pajamas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So guess what? You was comfortable that week. Next month, you do what they did. Do that two weeks out that month. You deserve that. You deserve that. You have to be honest. When you, If you are whatever situation you're in, if you are the problem, if your habits are the problem, be honest with yourself. If you have family, you have a lot of... I've seen people in situations where family try to run interventions with them. I've seen people drink too much. I've seen people smoke too much and their family have sat them down and they didn't want to listen because they thought they didn't have a problem. But honestly, they knew they had a problem. You could see from the outside looking in that they had a problem. If you were drinking every single weekend, every single weekend, you hanging over every weekend, be honest with yourself. You have a problem. Stop killing your kidneys. Stop killing your your liver. Stop doing this to yourself. Love yourself. Be honest and say, I need to love myself more. Skip a weekend. Instead of drinking handy all this weekend, drink water this weekend. Drink water and lemon. Alkaline your, alkaline your, alkaline your body. Why, why not do that to yourself? You Don't you want to live long? You know, a lot of people, man, and, and a lot of people, and, and I hate to see this. I hate, I've known people that had alcoholism uh, uh, problems or whatever. They were alcoholics. And a lot of that stuff comes from an inner pain that we will never understand. And so I don't want to sit here. I apologize to y'all right now. Now, I want y'all, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on the streaming app, I apologize because I don't want to come off too harsh and, and villainize you because I'm not doing that. I'm only saying this out of love because I would love to see y'all bounce back on y'all feet. But a lot of people that have substance abuse issues, there are people that are functional. I know functional alcoholics that drink Friday to Saturday night, four or five o'clock in the morning going into Sunday. I know people that are functional but that that comes from a deep place of hurt that we will never understand. They could sit here and break it down and talk to you all day and you still might not understand it. Or what's even more sad and scary is they might not know how to relate that verbally to you and tell you. Some stuff is just all vibes and energy. Like I've been around people that had alcohol issues and you could just you they, they didn't know how to tell you they had a problem and it was coming from pain. That's why they were drinking so much. But you could just feel it, yo. You could you could just feel that. And, and it hurts. Like, I know people like that. And I just want to personally tell you, I love you. And I really want you to stop. I want you to slow down. If you can't completely stop, it's all good. Just slow down. Slow down. Take a break from it. Take a break and really step back and look at your life in third person and say, I don't want this to be the weekend where like when I kill myself. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to over drink and have an accident. You don't want to over drink and fall asleep at the well, God forbid. You don't want to over drink and have alcohol poisoning because that's real too. A lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of alcoholics they drink so much for years they might have drunk heavy for 19 years. On that 20th year, they might wake up January 1st and can't speak properly. Now you got you got slurs in your speech. You have a speech impediment now. You can't think properly. You know what I'm saying? So the main thing I'm trying to tell you is be honest with yourself. Honestly, do things in moderation if that's what you're doing. If you if you need to moderate what you're doing to get to the point where you're stopping, do that. But honesty is that third key factor that's going to carry you where you need to be and where you deserve to be because you deserve to be winning. You deserve to be winning. You deserve to be happy. There is a whole level of happiness on the other side of that mountain you have not seen yet. I've seen it and it's beautiful. Yeah. Life of Product Podcast, episode 59 is the boy P-R-O-D-U-K, Corporate Entertainment, Brooklyn. I'm out, baby. Yeah.